0: decision podcasts by the New York prosecutors Training Institute are made possible by voicepods convert your text to voice at voicepods.com Read this decision at nipti blog slash law People rel. Molinara V warden decided December 15 2022 Rivera J. On this appeal we resolve an open question in this court and hold that, in accordance with CPL Article 730, when a defendant is not in custody, a court only has the authority to either order a competency examination on an outpatient basis or to direct that the defendant be confined in a hospital pending completion of the examination upon proper medical recommendation that such confinement is necessary. The court may not remand a defendant into custody solely because an examination has been ordered. 1. Wei Li was charged by misdemeanor complaint with several offenses, none of which were qualifying offenses under the bail laws, CCPL 510.10, 4, 530.20, 1, b, meaning that criminal court was required to release Wei Li on his own recognizance or set particular conditions in a securing order to ensure his return to court, CCPL 500.10, 3a, 3b, 510.10, 3, 530.20, 530.20, 1, A. However, at arraignment, the court ordered a CPL Article 730 competency examination and remanded Whaley into the custody of a respondent, the warden of Rikers Island, pending completion of the examination. Relater filed the underlying petition for writ of habeas corpus on Whaley's behalf, requesting his release. As relevant here, later argued that the remand order was unlawful on the grounds that Whaley could not be held under the bail laws because he had not been charged with a bail eligible offense under CPL 510.10, and CPL 730.20 did not separately authorize the court to order defendant held in jail pending the examination. Instead, under CPL 730.20, the court could only order an examination on an outpatient basis or, upon recommendation by the appropriate medical official, by hospital confinement. Respondent opposed release. Supreme Court denied the petition, relying on People v. Suero, which held that CPL Article 730 provided criminal court the authority to hold defendant to ensure that a potentially incapacitated person appears at the competency examination. The appellate division reversed and ordered Whaley's immediate release, holding that CPL Article 730 did not authorize criminal court to remand Whaley. Thereafter, the psychiatric evaluators concluded that Whaley was unfit to stand trial, and the criminal charges against him were dismissed pursuant to CPL seven hundred thirty point four zero two. We granted respondent leave to appeal. Two, the appeal is moot because Whaley is no longer in custody. See, for example, People ex rel. McManus v. Horan. But both parties urge us to invoke the mootness exception. We agree that the exception applies here because the question presented is significant and novel. See Matter of Labelle. There is a likelihood of repetition, and the issue is likely to evade review because CPL Article 730 examinations are usually conducted before the appellate process is completed. See, for example, People X Rel. McManus, City of New York v. Mall, Mental Hygiene Legal Serves. v. Ford, see, generally, matter of Hearst Corporation v. Klein. 3. Turning to whether the arraignment court had discretion to remand Wei Lee for the sole purpose of conducting the competency examination. We now decide the question left open in matter of label regarding the scope of the court's discretionary authority under CPL 730.20. For the reasons discussed, we hold that the court has no authority beyond that expressly granted by CPL Article 730. A. The starting point of our analysis is the statutory text because the words of the statute are the best indicator of the legislature's intent. See people v. Galindo, Riley v. County of Broom, myevsky v. Broadalbin Perth Central School District where the language of the statute is unambiguous, we apply its plain meaning, see Columbia Memorial Hospital v. Hines, Kuzmich v. 50 Murray Sand Acquisition LLC, Patrolman's Benevolent Association of City of NY v. City of New York. Subdivisions, 2, and, 3, of CPL 730.20 provide, in relevant part, when the defendant is not in custody at the time a court issues an order of examination, because, the defendant, was theretofore released on bail or on their own recognizance, the court may direct that the examination be conducted on an outpatient basis, and at such time and place as the director shall designate. If, however, the director informs the court that hospital confinement of the defendant is necessary for an effective examination, the court may direct that the defendant be confined in a hospital designated by the director until the examination is completed, CPL 730.20, when the defendant is in custody at the time a court issues an order of examination the examination must be conducted at the place where the defendant is being held in custody if however the director determines that hospital confinement of the defendant is necessary for an effective examination the sheriff must deliver the defendant to a hospital designated by the director and hold the defendant in custody therein under sufficient guard until the examination is completed cpl 730.203 b as a threshold matter, we conclude that Whaley was not in custody during his arraignment for the purposes of subdivision, 3, because he was not charged with a qualifying offense under the bail laws and the court was required to order his release at arraignment, ccpl 510.10, 3, 530.20, 1, a, as its plain text makes clear, subdivision, 3, mandates the location for the examination as either, 1. The place where the defendant is in custody at the time the court orders the examination, or, 2. at a hospital facility, as might be necessary for an effective examination. The statute's use of the phrase in custody, like the phrase hospital confinement, refers, as a practical matter, to where a defendant may be properly examined by psychiatric personnel. Thus, in custody, as used in subdivision, 3. does not broadly refer to custodial control over a defendant at a courthouse. Notably, A different reading would mandate a remand or hospital confinement in every case where the court at arraignment directs a competency examination. This interpretation would, in turn, render subdivision two meaningless in contravention of our established rules of construction that require we give meaning to all the words of a statute. See Maiefsky, Matter of On Bank and Trust Company, McKinney's Cons Laws of N.Y., Book One, Statutes, Section 98, a, and read the statute as a whole, harmonizing all of its provisions see Columbia Memorial Hospital. Our interpretation gives meaning to the entirety of CPL 730.20 and avoids undermining the legislative intent reflected in the bail laws entitling Whaley, and all other similarly situated defendants charged with non-qualifying offenses, to release. Respondent contends that, even if Whaley was not in custody before and during arraignment, Subdivision, 2, authorized the court to order jail confinement for the purpose of a competency examination. This argument proceeds along two lines, the legislature intended may to be read as permissive, thus allowing the court to exercise its discretion and remand a defendant, or that the word is not mandatory here because, as illustrated by a subdivision, three, when the legislature intended to limit judicial discretion it did so expressly by use of the word must. This argument is unpersuasive. Permissive and discretionary terms are interpreted in context, see People v. Schoenfeld mandatory words have been interpreted in a merely permissive sense and vice versa and the word may in some instances impose as a positive duty not a discretion mckinney's cons laws of ny book 1 statutes section 177 a comment at 344 1971 ed contrary to respondents claim there is no dichotomous reading of cpl 730.20 2 and 3 Both subdivisions are mandatory directives on the exercise of the court's authority. Subdivision, 2, instructs the court on how to order a competency examination when the defendant is in the community, and Subdivision, 3, mandates where the examination shall be conducted when a defendant is already in custody. Therefore, the legislative choice of the word may in Subdivision, 2. Cabins the court's power and sets forth the only options that the court is authorized to apply when it orders a competency examination for a defendant charged with a non qualifying offense and who is thus entitled to release. A court issuing an order for a competency examination in that case, one, may direct an examination on an outpatient basis or, two, upon a medical recommendation of the director, the court may, but need not, order hospital confinement until completion of the examination. C. The legislative history supports our interpretation of Subdivision 2. Section 730.20 was adopted in 1970 and remains unchanged today. Its addition was part of the innovations included in the Criminal Procedure Law, which replaced the Code of Criminal Procedure. The Bartlett Commission staff comment explains that Subdivision 2 was modeled after a recommendation made by a committee of the Judicial Conference of the District of Columbia Circuit, see Staff Comment of Temp St. Common on Reverend of Penal Law and Crim Code. 1967 Proposed New York CPL 405.20 at 461 to 462. See also Richard G. Denzer, 1971 Practice Commentary, McKinney's Cons Laws of NY, Book 11a, CPL 730.20 at 336. The committee had recommended limits on incarcerating defendants who had otherwise been released from custody. The status of the accused who has been enlarged on bail should not be changed because of a pre trial mental examination being ordered for, them, and an accused who is otherwise eligible for bail should not be denied bail because a, pre-trial, mental examination is ordered for, them, if, however, the examining psychiatrists report that the accused's confinement is necessary for an effective examination the court should be empowered to commit to a mental hospital, judicial conference of the District of Columbia Circuit, report of the Committee on Problems Connected with Mental Examination of the Accused in Criminal Cases, before trial, Recommendation 7 at 93, 1964. This history suggests that, in adopting Subdivision, 2, the legislature intended to replace New York's prior mandatory confinement regime with outpatient services while still allowing a court, in its discretion, to order hospital confinement if requested by the director. The Bartlett Commission also explained that most of the provisions in Article 730 were based upon the recommendations of a comprehensive report by a special committee of the Association of the Bar of the City of New York. That committee noted that psychiatric hospitals in New York were overcrowded, in part, because courts were required to order 60-day examination periods for criminal defendants alleged to be incompetent, placing strain on hospitals and their staff, see Association of the Bar of the City of New York, Special Committee on the Study of Commitment Procedures and the Law Relating to Incompetence, Mental Illness, Due Process and the Criminal Defendant, a Second Report and Additional Recommendations. According to the committee, Defendants who might otherwise have been released on bail were denied their freedom, confined under restrictive conditions in a jail or hospital, and at risk of losing their income or their jobs. Thus, the committee recommended that the legislature expressly, authorize examinations in appropriate cases to be conducted on an outpatient basis without mandatory incarceration or hospitalization. In other cases, The committee recommended that bail could be revoked for failure to comply with a court order or that defendants who present risks to themselves or others could be held under other authority. 4. As relator notes, there are other measures available to ensure completion of a defendant's competency examination. For example, the court may order supervised release with non-monetary conditions, CCPL 510.10, 3, 530.20, 1, a revoke the defendant's release status if they fail to appear for a scheduled examination and fail to appear in court see cpl 530.601 and in appropriate cases order a psychiatric evaluation to determine whether civil confinement is necessary see mental hygiene law section 9.43 see also cpl 500.103 c a b courts retain the authority to craft orders necessary to the specific factual circumstances of each case. What the law does not permit is what occurred here, remanding a defendant otherwise entitled to release under the law, solely because the court ordered a CPL Article 730 competency examination. Accordingly, the order of the appellate division should be modified, without costs, by converting the proceeding to a declaratory judgment action and granting judgment in accordance with this opinion and, as so modified, affirmed. Order modified, without costs, by converting the proceeding to a declaratory judgment action and granting judgment declaring in accordance with the opinion herein and, as so modified, affirmed. Opinion by Judge Rivera. Acting Chief Judge Canataro, and Judges Garcia, Wilson, Singas and Troutman concur. Decided December 15, 2022. Decision Podcasts by the New York Prosecutors' Training Institute are made possible by voice pods convert your text to voice at voicepods.com read this decision at NIPT law t law